Well, and and so here's the point. This isn't about what you need. This right. is about what you want. One hundred percent. And what they're saying is, we're making one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars today, and eleven years from now, we want to at least maintain the buying power. Of That's that. right. Okay. Yep. Bu buying power is a really good way to term my money later on. Yep. Right. Do I have the same buying power? Yeah. I may not want it at that time, but do I have it? This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. I'm here with our head Better Wealth coach, Jeremy. And we've been on a series from the front lines where we go into different people's cases, real life conversations, um, people's real situations. And we are just showing you through just the way that we work with people that not everyone is created equal and not every situation is created equal and the ways that we approach certain things are totally different we've we've looked at people that are in good shape we've looked at people that we've literally found millions of dollars that they didn't know we've um, helped people through efficiency and we've had to have some hard conversations with people that are literally going down yeah. in a bad way and and help them be able to not only know that 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 potentially is a reality but give hope um, and calculated hope so as another case study, I'm going to tee this up because I think this is another good example of the way that we approach things. It's not just like a we, we have a process, clarity, efficiency, consistency, and use, but the way that that translates into someone's life could be radically different. And so with that, there you go. Awesome. So one of the things that a lot of people are interested in that we talk with is where should I be at yeah. this point in time? You know, they're, they're either young and looking to craft an income that, uh, whether it's through business or, you know, be, as an employee or being self-employed, but they're looking to craft an income that allows them to live the life that they want to live. And one of the great things that I love to, to do in talking with younger folks is they're less and less retirement focused and more and more intentional living focused. And I love that because I do think that the retirement ship has sailed in its traditional sense and we need to be intentional about what we're doing and why we're doing what we're doing because we're going to be doing it for a while. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, so this is a case where we have Mr. and, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, and they came to us very excited, uh, really very excited. Do you know to, how they found out about us? Um, you know what? If you can stall for a second, I can I can find out because it is important. I just I just find it super fascinating how people hear about us, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on the podcast, whether it's a, a referral, whether it's you know, I, I just I find that interesting because for us, it helps us get clarity on where we should be focusing our time. I'm, I'm blown away on how many people have come to us through different channels. Yep. Um, so in this case, uh, from TaxBot. Cool. Right. Okay. Tax, TaxBot is a strategic partner that we have, and um, they do a, a phenomenal job helping um, people with their taxes. They have a big focus on business owners, but not everyone's business owner. Right. And then through that, we've created a relationship where We've we did x-rays for a lot of people in their high-end program, yep. and that's so that's awesome. And, and so that's how Mr. and Mrs. Smith this time came to us. And I would say that they're kind of right in the middle of where they are with a the career. They've got some younger-ish kids that are getting to that point where they're going to cost a little bit more. Uh, they've paid down some of their higher interest debt coming out of coming out of student loans and really at a great point with regards to income and and COVID has actually impacted them pretty positively. Mm -hmm. um, 
Mrs. Smith was able to, is how I'll, I'll say it, come home and be with the kids, which is what they ultimately wanted. That had to do with her position hmm. no longer really being there. <laughs> okay, so, okay. <laughs> but it wasn't a bad thing because at the same yeah. time, Mr. Smith was working himself into a really, really nice position that he likes to do, feels very purposeful about, but it's not the ultimate. These folks want to be business owners. Yep. They want to develop out um, different companies that they can use to live the life that they want. And what's wonderful is they can articulate that. Yep. And that's really the first step is being able to identify that thing that I'm after. I, we say this a lot around here, but if you don't know where you're going, pretty much any road is going to get you there. And I'll keep saying that because until that hits home and we don't have a target, that's the case. Yep. So if we go back, and I, I think financial targeting was really a huge plus that we could bring to this couple mm -hmm. um, by putting their data into the model and just having a really nice dialogue. So what I'm going to focus on here is, and I make this really short and sweet, is they wanted to know how do we craft the here and now and the future to live the life that we want to live. And so after we took accountability of this is what the model tells us today, we got to have a little bit of fun. And so what we ended up doing was saying, okay, well, what does our business need to produce and win in order to live this life that we're after. Because if you can look at money as a facilitator of the life that I want to show up most intentionally in order to pursue my why, you're on the right track. Mm -hmm. Money for a long time has been the thing that people have gone after, a certain yeah. amount or what have you. Yeah. I know people that are super wealthy because they're living the life that they want and they don't make hardly anything. Yep. But they're super wealthy. So when we got into this... <clears throat> So Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they they currently bring in about $175,000, so amazing income. Yep. Okay? Um, what is further kind of interesting about this is that it is 1099. Okay. So they can craft it in various unique ways depending on that, that the business that they're in, mm -hmm. which I will leave out of this yep. for this point. Um, <clears throat> so they said, you know, optimally in 10 years, I would like to phase out of doing what I'm doing, at least in the current capacity that I'm doing it. And I want to know what do I need to get a business to produce in year 11 if I did completely move away from this. And, we're, and I'm like, okay, well, do you want to factor for inflation or not? And they're like, what do you mean? And I, and I said, well, what do you initially think that you would need to have mm -hmm. in year 11 to compensate for your income? And they're like, well, $175,000. And so then we had the conversation of, okay, is the value of my 175 11 years from now going to be the same that it is in 2020? And the answer is, if you believe in inflation, no. And then the question is, do you want to factor for that or don't you? Well, it's, it's funny. Even if you don't believe in inflation, the answer is still no. Well, mathematically, that may be the case. But I allow the client <laughs> okay. to build their model. Okay, right? that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, and, and so here's the point. This isn't about what you need. This right. is about what you want. 100%. And what they're saying is we're making $175,000 today. And 11 years from now, we want to at least maintain the buying power. That's that. right. Okay. Yep. Bu buying power is a really good way to term my money later on. Yep. Right. Do I have the same buying power? Yep. I may not want it at that time, but do I have it? Yep. So what we did is simply inflate 175 for 11 years and come up with that number. And they were shocked. It's $278,000. Yeah. Yeah. That is that, that would shock me too. It's like, <laughs> yeah. 
So when they looked at that, they thought, well, my goodness, this changes everything. And that's the cool part. If you had been shooting for 175 11 years from now and hit it, it looks like you'd have been off the mark by about $100,000. Yeah. And in a six-figure miscalculation in your standard of living is significant. That's $8,300 yeah. a month significant. Yeah. So that's why this type of consultation is important so that we can, with data, target things just like this. I've worked with other clients like Mr. and Mrs. Smith that are looking to transition from W-2 into maybe a consulting or they want to partially transition so that they have more freedom of time. Yeah. Right, They don't necessarily not like what they want to do or quit, but they want to add something to it and right. scale back. So one of the epiphanies in this scenario is you you have somebody who has a 10-year gig and it's it's a very unique. And then after 10 years, they want to replace their income in another activity. And without really having a third party, someone that's not emotional about money that can help guide them, their mindset was we need to we need to find something that can replace our income. Right. Great. But they were thinking that exact same. They weren't in in. They weren't using inflation, and like everything, inflation changes a lot. So, totally. what what's what's next on the on the model? Great question. So, <clears throat> with that mindset and with the clarity of knowing what do we want to shoot for, we can then go back and kind of start to assess the tools that are currently on the model. If I open up my tool chest and I don't have the tools to build a house, then I can't get the result that I'm after. Same thing here. We started to open up their tool chest of financial mm -hmm. products and go, okay, does the 401k, does the IRA, does the Roth get me the result that, yep. I'm, that I want? Yep. And we, we just diagnosed that. Again, yep. Roth, IRA, IRA, yep. simple IRA, whatever. And it's, it's not whether it's good or bad. It's whether it's providing the result that we're after. I didn't yep. mean to step on No, no, no. I, that's exactly what I would say. It's like when people come, come to us and say, hey, is a 401k bad? Um, I, it could be. Is a Roth good or bad? Could be like it's like it's hard to answer that. In the context of this, we can say, is this Roth helping you get to where you want to go? And we can start we can start analyzing it when you're not making a decision in a vacuum when you're when you're seeing the whole picture. And you know, there's one thing I'm seeing: they have a lot of invested money with a very little control. And one that, thing I'm picking up and looking at their numbers. And so with that, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, do you like the amount of control that you have over the money that's available to you? Well, and the answer for them was no. My question is, why? And they said, well, we can't use it like we want to, to create the business, to create the income that we've outlined that we need in this meeting. Yep. And so I said, okay, well, it seems like that is where we should focus our, yep. our attention is how do we best position our money so that it provides us the results that we're after. And we're just going to continue to work and work and plug along on this. And um, it's going well. Yeah, I love it. So the, the two big the two big takeaways I'm getting so far is, is number one, just understanding inflation, how that affects everything, money coming yes. in, how much we consume and all that. And then also the the assets in their case, they wanted to start a business in the future they wanted and, and they wanted control their monies in, in areas where they are not getting control. Not the control that they wanted. Not the control that so. they wanted. And so it's just very much like the result, the return on result in what they currently have. Right. There's the, I'm sure through conversations there, that has been brought up. It, it has. And th this, this setup for them is kind of like a launch pad. Okay, if, if anybody has ever shot a weapon, a bow, really, really anything, thrown a ball, 
right? If you have a good platform, swung a bat, if, you've ha if you have a good platform with which to fire from and you're positioned well, yeah. you can have a more powerful swing, you can have a more powerful throw, you can have a more accurate shot. And this actually came up and, and I said, it seems like we are really creating a really nice launch pad for you guys to go into the next 10 or 20 years. And they said, that's, that's cool. That's right. That's we cool. want a solid launch pad to do the things that we want to do. And some of their dreams and goals are super inspiring. That's cool. So income, what was their, what were their liabilities like? Uh, so liabilities currently when they came to us about about fifty five thousand okay. dollars uh, for a total monthly drag is what I would say of thirteen eighty five. Some of this is student, some of this is yeah. auto loans, you know, stuff that that people have. Nothing insurmountable no. in, in this particular situation, and it's just a conversation. Yeah, and I'm actually looking at it, and I think a lot of their debt that they have is not inefficient. It's it's what it is, um, but it's right. but most of it's efficient debt. Well, and through conversation and dialogue, I, I came to understand that there's a reason behind what's on here, and it's not necessarily indicative of what's going to be here in the next Got year. It. Yep. Right? Um, so the other factor here is uh, real estate. Yep. Uh, they, they're in a very nice position on their primary residence. It's someplace that they want to be. I would call it an anchor for them, yep. and they want to create a format where they can travel. Like yeah. that's one of their, cool. that's one of their really cool. realities. They've got younger kids that they want to expose to other cultures and some of the places they want to travel, the cost of living is not very much, yeah. right? <laughs> coconut, coconuts and mangoes are, you know, and being on the beach is cool. Um, so, so some of the things that they're looking to do actually influence the, the need yeah. for consumption income. I think that's one thing that actually COVID has opened a lot of people's eyes to is working remotely and then which then leads you to the okay you could work from home or you could work at a different de destination yeah and it's just it's neat to see some of the the mindsets that we've had in people in our community that that they go like there there's something there's something like i could start rethinking the way that i do business that's right and it's it's neat it, it is um when it, it's it's fun to be around people especially people that are thinking and they have their eyes wide open and they're yeah. willing to take uh ideas on board uh, because they'll find a way. Yeah. I like it. So what else can we go over here, Caleb? Cause I think the main takeaways on this are we have a, a consultative relationship that allows clients to be able to set a target with math, mm -hmm. uh, based off of the goals that they want to achieve. We also can analyze the things that are in a model and see if they're going to, at, at um, excuse me, at face value, get the results Right. that are going to fall in line with that why and then say okay how do we need to pivot this in yeah. order to get get the results that you're after that's really what it's all about right so launching pad very much what does their model look like is it is it in balance or is, is it in the process of being in balance great question so a couple of the things that we factored for um were college we factored yeah. for uh some trips we factored for some other things yeah. like that and they i see we, i see early on yeah. the the models up and down and up and down yeah and, so, and it's it's staying in balance well here here's the key thing i say on a lot of our podcasts that cash flow is king yeah what do you think we did with that business income i i don't know so first off we shut it off at like 75 years old just to see what would happen. Mm -hmm. 
in shutting it off at 75 years old, they had a, their, their model was not in balance. Okay. They only lasted another few years really after that. Interesting. So you, did you continue their business income? So we continued the business income in perpetuity to model what they should be doing or what they need Got to it. be doing in business, which is is craft a business that can provide them basically a lifetime annuity with regards to income because cash flow is king. It's really, really hard to save up an amount of money that's going to facilitate a hundred, dollars $150,000 lifestyle. Um, that's, a, that's a lot of money. Yep. And so they were very excited about this because the prospect of being able to craft that income in business was far better yep. than in the job market. And they were already heading in that direction. So they just said, mm -hmm. you know what? We want we want to do what it takes to do this or even reduce our consumption so yeah. that we can do this. So another thing I'm I'm picking up here is you're giving someone a target to know what they need, know that that number. One one meeting that you and I had, we had a, a mutual client that was like, I just want to know where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Because once you know, then you can start making decisions on what you do. And and this is a perfect example of that. So lo lovely, lovely right. example. <laughs> you said know, know where you're at. And one of the rules I always I joke about with my kids is always know where you're yeah. at, <laughs> yeah. which, which means pay attention, yeah. right? Have some situational awareness because if you don't know where you're standing, it's very hard to interpret what's around you. I love it. Thank you so much for watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, we're trying to get uh, grow this channel, get this message out to as many people as possible. If you're listening to this on an iPhone, feel free to share, subscribe. Um, and we're always looking for people to leave reviews. And so, Jeremy, thank you so much for sharing another example from the front lines. Um, again, if you're if you're listening to this and going, I wonder where I'm at. I wonder what my numbers are looking like. Betterwealth.com. Betterwealth.com. You go to betterwealth.com. You can check out an assessment. You can book a clarity call. You can you can talk to somebody on our team. And 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 we want to help because we realize like our business is only made possible because we provide value. We're showing people what they need to see. We want to be a company that shows reality, gives the truth, and sometimes it's hard, but then ultimately give hope and, and put on our opportunity hat and really ask a question, now that we know where you're at, how do we help? And so, again, thank you so much. Thank you so much for watching. Have an, a very intentional rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.